Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to this week's Manager Map Podcast Show. This week, I'm going to explore the idea of when things go wrong as a leader and what to do. So, without any more delay, let's get on with the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Manager Map Podcast Show. Hope you're all doing absolutely brilliant and getting the results that you need through the guys around you and girls around you. So this week's show, what are we going to talk around? Well, we're going to talk around the idea of when things go wrong as a leader and what to do. So we're going to work from the idea of you're a good leader, you're a good manager. You know, you do your best every day, you come at work, you're not a bit of a div. You try and support your team. You know, you're true to your values. But, as in anything in life, even though you plan and you try your best, sometimes, and sometimes, things go wrong. You know, you drop it. You drop the ball. Most of the time, it's, you know, it's a straightforward error. Nobody knows. Everything moves along. Or or it's something that you can uh, sort out pretty quick. Uh, but sometimes, you know, there is... There is different ones. There's, there's there's bigger issues that you have to deal with. And that's the important thing as a manager is dealing with them. You know, the accountability, as we said many, many times, stops with yourself as, as leaders and managers. So, you know, sometimes these things will go wrong. But what the best thing is to know what to do when things go wrong and how you can handle that and come out with it with a positive learning result. And then the first thing to do really is to break down what we call errors or types of errors. So what what are the errors that can go wrong at work or away from work and how do they implement and how do they impact you and your team? Well, let's start with the basic, a basic genuine error. Some call it human mistake or human error. And, you know, I know people say, well, there's no such thing as human error. People should know. Well, we all know that we sometimes make mistakes. If you think of um, driving a car, if you're a driver of a car, you know, sometimes you have to sort of slam on or you, you, someone in front of you breaks and you're not quite uh, there or you, you oh, oh, hang on, I didn't see that car coming around that corner. It's a bit wet, it's a bit rainy. And you make these decisions many, many times. Some are better drivers than others. And I'm sure there's a lot of you going, no, no, I never make a mistake. Well, I'm sure you do. A number of times you kind of knock into something by mistake. It happens. You know, we are humans. And that's a basic error. And if you think of it, and it's been written about in other um, publications around, it's, it's a recipe. You know the recipe, but you genuinely got something wrong. You measured it out wrong. You put the, the wrong thing in at the time. That's one form of an error. Then you've got things like an open neglect. You know, somebody knew what they should have been doing, but they honestly chose not to. So there's a mistake or an error where someone has gone out, knew what they were meant to do, knew what they should have gone down the route of doing and decided not to for whatever reason. And that's an an open neglect kind of error. Now, in our world, there's another form of errors, and that's a complex error. So these are errors which happen on many, many layers. You know, if you think of how complicated machines are, uh, how many things can go wrong. If you ever watch um, accident investigation around air crashes, the air crash isn't normally one thing that happens that causes the crash. It's multiple layers of issues. Something didn't get done the right way. There was an error in the maintenance schedule. The wrong bolt was used here. The, dry, the, the pilot didn't check. The ground crew at the other end didn't to realise. Normally, lots of errors. 
and they call it the Swiss cheese. If you've heard this one before, it's a great analogy. If you think of Swiss cheese, and I'm sure that there's other countries that produce cheese with holes in, but hold cheese, or cheese with holes, a big disc of cheese with lots of holes but blown in it. Of course, whilst there's many, many layers in these complicated errors, sometimes, obviously, the the, uh, the, the, the the holes will not line up. So if you have one or two things in these different layers that are, uh, that are going round and the holes don't line up, you don't have a problem. But sometimes those holes all line up and that's when you have your error. And that's where it all falls down. I was reading about a, uh, a poison sweet issue. Um, this is around Halloween time and we're going back 1850s or something like that in, in Bradford where, where I live. Uh, and there'd been a case of, of poisoned sweets. And of course, people were thinking, is this open neglect? Is it something that's gone wrong? You know, somebody gone out there and chose to poison these poor children with these sweets. Uh, but when you actually looked at it, it was a combination of a complex error and a basic genuine error. What happened is back in the day, there was no rules and regulations on, on sweets or on anything really. This was before any of the uh, drug or food regulations had come in. In fact, it actually helped to bring these laws in that we actually rely on today. And what happened is the person who was doing the sweets had sent their apprentice down to collect the uh, ingredients from a chemist. Yes, a chemist would sell ingredients. They were meant to be getting plaster of Paris, which sounds terrible. What they'd do is sugar was so expensive, so they'd cut, if you like, or draft, I think they called it, or daft. I can't remember the exact word. They'd put this plaster of Paris, that's not as easy to say as you think, into the sweets to make it thicker, bulk it out, make it last longer. As long as you do a, a lot of it, no one could notice. When they got to the chemist, the chemist who normally dealt with it was ill. The apprentice again was there. He went in the back, two lots of white powder, measured out what he thought was right. So again, talking about the recipe, measured it out, gave it to the person who took it back, made the sweets, distributed the sweets. And all of a sudden, these people getting really ill, dying. You know, children, nine or ten of them, I think 20 or 25 people died in this outbreak. Even the person selling the sweets from the market, he was paralysed for his life. And what it turned out was, instead of picking up the plaster of Paris... Next to it was, um, obviously, cyanide um, or arsenic, and one of those kind of poisons. Um, so these poisons were commonly sold, obviously, to kill rats and, and the like, but it was next to it, no labelling, and that killed it. And this is where you got those complicated errors. If the check had been in place, if the chemist had been there, they wouldn't have seen it. So that's a complex error, and I think you can think of lots of those. Then you've got things like blind spot error, and I think this is another where, you know, you didn't know you had to do something. You just, it wasn't in you. You weren't trained to do it. A total mistake. You just didn't expect it to happen. You didn't know that was a process you had to follow. Something that really takes you out of the blue and you think, wow, you know, you didn't know it. And that's a blind spot error. So there you are. There's, there's four different kind of errors that you're going to face as a leader. So what do you do? What happens when something happens? It doesn't matter which one of these it is, but what do you do? Well, the first thing is to be transparent. You know, if you're a, a, a manager, you know, you need to be transparent about whatever you're doing. And if you've made a mistake, the thing you need to be doing is basically escalating. If you've made a mistake and you genuinely know there's an error, you need to escalate to the next level. Um, you could be a, a quality issue, could be an issue with something. Sure, you're controlling the situation to your next manager up. So you could say, look, this has happened, uh, Mr. So-and-so, this has gone wrong, but this is what we've put in place. And I have done a podcast of escalation in the past, if you want to have a listen. Um, you know, say that you've done something wrong. So if you've done something wrong in the past, and I've done it in the past where we've made a mistake, or the, 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 my team has made a mistake, and I'd be very much upfront going, look, this is what's happened. 
these are the things we've done. We've dropped the ball. We, you know, we've missed this service level, or we've we've had this error which has caused a large amount of waste, or we've had a problem with this process which means we're going to have to take it down for maintenance, and we shouldn't have done it. And really explain your side. Say it straight. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Be transparent. Be open. Tell someone when there's a problem. I think that's the best way to do it. And of course, leading on to that is to be honest. If you or your team's messed up, say it. There you are, say it. Yeah, I've messed up, messed up. The manager or whoever's above you will respect the fact that you have been honest and truthful and you've been true to yourself by saying, this has gone wrong, this is the error um, and this is what we're going to do differently. You know, if, if you... You know, don't, if you don't know, don't say something else. So again, don't make things up. If you're going to be honest, you know, tell the truth. Don't make things up. Don't try to hide it. The worst thing you can try and do is hide an error. If you've done something wrong, be transparent. Put your hand up. Don't try and hide it because you will, you will get into a hole. And it doesn't matter what you've done. You know, if you are genuine and you've done your best, and like I say, those different errors can take you by surprise. You can be part of the solution. You want to fix it. And that's the next bet is how do you try and fix it? Well, you know, show how you can help. So you don't just say this has gone wrong, boss, boom, here you go, your problem. But be part of the solution as well as finding the problem. You've got to be part of that solution. So use your experience. Give your manager an off ramp. Talk it through how you're going to fix it. Talk through how you're going to go forward and fix it longer term so it don't come back and bite you. Now, there is points in anything where things can go really, really bad. You know, the, when there's a plane crash, when there's something like that, it's going to be serious. The worst thing you can do is try to jump to a blame too early and put your, point your finger. Because again, people are people. If they see that happening, they're going to start to hide issues. They're going to start burying stuff. So again, you've got to be open. But there may be a point where it goes to a point where you have to stand up in court or do something more formal, you know, especially if it's around tribunals or anything like that, there may be a time where it goes really wrong and, uh, you know, you might have to have a more of a formal approach. Um, so you've got to be aware and, and be ready for that to come up. But if it does come up, again, that's not a problem. You're going to work through it as a professional leader and manager. You know, if your team's messed up and, you, and you've admitted it because you've been honest and transparent and you've put a fix in place, but it's not enough for whatever reason, because maybe there's a legal issue that you need to challenge. Maybe there's something on a standards that's got to be uh, escalated. Maybe it's really, really serious and you've got to do something different. It could be health and safety, you know, which, you know, we know that we can't take shortcuts on. So what do you do when that happens? Well, firstly, be calm. You know, take control of the situation, be calm. You've already put your hand up. You've already said it's gone wrong if you knew about it. Now be calm. Try take control. So... I know I had an issue when I was working in another company. We were pretty serious. We'd, we'd had uh, an allegation against somebody in the, in the department. But, of course, I was working with the team to be sensitive and make sure that we were calm. We were looking at it with the facts and saying what went wrong, what had happened, which error did it sit under? Was it somebody being neglectful? Or was it genuinely they didn't know? You know, And it's really hard. Remember, you're dealing with people and people are going to be very defensive at first. So you try to be calm. You try to work through it in the right way. Focus on the facts. Work with the facts of what's happened. So don't work on what people think or what people felt or behaviours in regards to attitude. Look at the facts. What did this person do or what was the process that fell down? How do we get to the bottom of it? Was there something that we should have done differently as a business and as a manager? Did you? And you've got to take responsibility. 
I remember doing some HR training, which was around uh, the speed of a of a fork truck. Uh, and it turned out that this was an example, not not real life, but you know the, the person had been pulled for speeding, going excessively quick, and they'd, they'd knocked into something and, and damaged some property. And a lot of the debate we had in the training session was around, oh yes, that person should be disciplined, that person should go down a formal route. But actually, the debate turned to, well, you know, is is this something that's accepted? You know, is there something that everyone drives fast? And, and part of the role play was yes, that's right. Everyone drives fast, so I can't remember someone in the in the lesson went. Well, actually, the manager should be disciplined because they've allowed that person to speed. So you know, you're going through data, you're going through following it, and you've got to make sure that that person, you know, is given a chance to to ex- explain what's gone wrong. Of course, you know, make sure it's there, and and you go through a process with that person. So. That's how you do it when something really goes under there. I'm not going to go into a whole HR thing. I think there's another podcast in that at some point, but there's a whole piece on making sure that you're doing the right thing. Um, and when things do go wrong, just you know, remember to be yourself. You know, it's probably not going to be your normal character to try to hide. It's not your normal way to to mask things. So you know, stick to your principles. Be honest. Fight for your team. Make sure that they know that you're there for them. Make sure that you're standing up for them. Um, you know, and of course, what the next stage is when you've had an error and you find the problem and you get to root cause is what do you do next? And of course, what you got to do then start to build and learn and move forward. So that's around having to know what's gone wrong. How do we fix it? Not just short term. How do you fix it long term? How do you put in a place uh, processes and systems that stop it going wrong? If that's around training. Is it around the way that we bring people in? Is it around the way we supervise? So you've got to make sure that when you've done all this work and things have gone wrong, that you learn from them mistakes and you push forward to make sure it doesn't happen again. Because the last thing you want to do is have the groundhog day where problems happen and around and around you go. That's not how it should work. So let's just quickly recap. Well, of course, there's three or four different um, ways you can make mistakes. You've got your basic genuine error. You've got your open neglect you've got your complex error and you've got your blind spot errors. And then what do you do? Well, obviously you need to be transparent, admit what's gone wrong as soon as you know, escalate, get the people around you who can then fix the problem or give advice. Be honest, don't try to hide it, be your true self, never try to cover up. Try to fix it, so be part of the solution, not the problem, I'm sure that's from a film, someone will email me in which one it is, but be part of that solution, give your examples, look at what you can do, you'll know the problem with your team more than anyone, and then if it does get more serious, be calm, focus on the facts and look at how you can move it forward. And the last part was around how do you yourself, you know, stick to your principles, make sure you fight for you and your team if something has gone wrong, and make sure that you then move on, learn from your errors and put in processes that can fix it forever. Well, as ever, I would be interested in your thoughts on when things go wrong as a leader. So please, if you can, send me any messages to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all emails myself and would love to engage on new and old topics. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com 
or visit managermat.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.